hit me. Episode 248. You've got to throw some cold water on the situation. Start talking about nerd stuff. You know, nerd culture is mainstream now. So when you use the word nerd derogatorily, it means you're the one that's out of the zeitgeist. System activate. This is NetHeads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker. It's a tech podcast. Tech podcast. But we are a ton cooler than your typical geek, giving you the info you need to achieve mega nerd status. Mega nerd status. NetHeads. 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 You guys rock. And now, here's Will and Trent. No one listens to the radio. I wasn't even listening. I was listening to podcasts. Podcasts are great. Radio is boring. Ah, that's right, everybody. Podcasts are great. Radio is boring, but really, isn't it all the same thing at the same time? Hi, everybody. Welcome to another edition of NetHeads. My name is Will. Uh, flying, well, not really solo this time, but I'm, I'm flying a little bit solo. And uh, and what by that I mean, uh, Trent is uh, he's busy. He's not on assignment. It's just uh, we're practically going in what's the middle of the day for us. And uh, the dude's got to work. And you know I do too. But you know at the moment I got some freedom. So here I am. Hi everybody. Uh, but uh, today is a special one. Not only because uh, of everything that happened on the internet today, which you know we'll probably end up talking to our guest about a little bit, but uh, also. Because uh, I have an interesting story to tell, okay? And I'm, I, well, at least it's interesting to me. Hopefully, it's interesting to you as well. Now, one of the things I've, I've not made a secret uh, about is that in order to help maintain my sanity and keep the people that, that like to, uh, uh, let me do this for them, I have a filter on, uh, TweetDeck that I use. And yeah, I use TweetDeck. It's, it's how I keep my sanity. And one of those filters is I look at the people that that tweet to Kevin Smith, uh, mostly because it allows me to see when there's a problem, uh, get ahead of it, because, uh, you know, odds are, if I don't, I'll get a message about it. So it, this way it helps me to keep my sanity. Now, one of the things that, 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 that happens from time to time is I see something really interesting in that feed. Now, around the time that, uh, that Kevin had directed his first episode of The Flash, uh, which, if you'll remember, I believe aired either late April uh, or or maybe getting into the May time period. Not really relevant, except for a little bit of a detail. Uh, I did this. Uh, I saw this interesting thing, and it, what it was is it was it was somebody's uh, rendition uh, of a, of a scene that was sort of inspired by the episode of The Flash, and uh, it 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 also incorporated Kevin. Now, one of the reasons why I like this one, it, very aesthetically pleasing, uh, but the other reason was because uh, when you work for somebody who you don't know what to get things for, and you know his birthday is coming up in, in three more months, uh, you, you, you want to keep yourself open to, uh, to possibilities. And I saw this and I thought, you know, uh, I definitely know he doesn't have this. And, and I think, I think... Maybe I can work with this guy and get a gift to Kevin, and it could be a win-win. So I reached out to the person that had, had tweeted the message, and uh, today he is here on the podcast with us. His name is James Wynn, and he's he's. Uh, I hope he's not too knackered because we're getting uh, close to 11 a.m. for you, sir. Uh, good, I guess good evening or good night to you. How are you? Good night. It's um, it's pretty late here. It's um, What time is it? 
It's uh, five past eleven at well, night. And I'm very well. Thank you very much. Thank you. Uh, thank you for your patience and uh, in waiting uh, for me because we were supposed to do this a little earlier, but I had to get everything in order. So, um, first of all, why don't you uh, tell us uh, the uh, the story and about uh, the inspiration for the the first picture that I'm talking about? Uh, not mm. to mention what this particular art style might be considered. And let me just put this uh, image up there for you guys right now if you're watching the live YouTube stream. This was the first piece of art that I had had seen. And, and I just thought, wow, that thing looks... I actually wanted it for myself first, but then I thought it would be a great gift for Kevin. Uh, but uh, I actually had the balls to ask for a change too. So, But, but first of all, what was the inspiration? How did you come to this? And, and what's, what's this particular style? Um, I said, su well, I suppose, I mean, well, the phrase is, the phrase has kind of been hijacked these days in terms of, you, you could call it the minimalist art style, you know, but I mean, minimalist has become, um, I feel quite hi hijacked in recent years. Minimalist, you know, kind of, is it tends to be an excuse now for, you know, if you're going to do say, a, you know, a Star Trek poster, you know, you, you put a black background and a white silhouette and that's, you know, and some people consider that minimalism and that's fine you know if, if that's what people like um i i don't know i, I kind of just started these things as, as a hobby of looking looking for something to do when i um became unemployed right suddenly and um i was kind of looking at through all the etsy stores and people who were selling this stuff and i was kind of like looking looking and you would kind of see um very similar stuff so you, you'd all you'd always kind of see very similar um art styles and you know, different kind of styles of minimalism, but you would see similar. A lot of stuff was kind of people seeing something they like, downloading it, you know, editing it and re-uploading it again. And I was kind of just looking looking for something to do. And I was like, okay, if I'm going to do this, I'm going to do this and make it as, you know, different as I can from what I've researched and seen. And it was kind of more like a, pro a project, you know, and I kind of just said, okay, let's do it. We'll, we'll, we'll just make something out of this and just kind of, it'll keep me sane until I find something to do. And I did like my my initial first batch was were very crude and very you know rough around the edges. I kind of done an original. Well, I suppose as the the day that's in it, I, I, my original work was an original Star Wars trilogy, you know, on A New Hope, Empire, and Jedi. And I'd kind of you know was just going to keep them for myself. And I sent them to one of my friends, Kevin Power, who's seen it. He's like, oh, they're fantastic, and. You know, and I did, you know, a few other bits and as time went on, I started, you know, my, it was very minimalist at the time. It was a lot of just silhouette work in this. And, but as time went on, I started to, well, I suppose it's kind of contradictory, but I started to detail the minimalist style, like, you know, and started putting in, but just, um, striking details. You know, I mean, if you take the Kevin Smith stuff, for example, it's not just going to be his silhouette because, you know, what does that tell you? It's going to be, you know, the color schemes, the hair, the beard, the jersey, you know, but we're not going to be doing eyes, you know, we're not going to be going into extreme detail, but enough, just enough detail to, you can, you can say, oh, that's Kevin Smith, for example, you know, um, and that kind of just led to, um, yeah, I guess there's this more detailed work, but then I remember, um, the, the episode of Flash came out, and I was kind of working in this more detailed area at, at this point. But I seen this episode of the Flash where say so it was a massive Flash fan. I'm a big DC CW fan, and um, and I was watching this scene, you know, of the scene from the episode the, uh, the Runaway Dinosaur, where um, you know Barry's in the Speed Force, you know, and you know, he reaches out with his hand and you know to, for Iris to pull him back, and I thought that was a beautiful shot. It just looked 
pretty look it's like I, I was saying to you before we went on a lot of my um background is in film and television production and i just love beautiful single imagery and shots i just and i just remember seeing it as like that's beautiful and i just had this very bizarre idea i thought it'd be quite funny you know because you know you know kev you know kev he's you know he's very meta in his humor and he's joking and i kind of thought it'd be a nice idea because recently just before that the video came out of him crying watching the episode of the flash remember i just i was like oh this dude is so emotionally invested in this show so i thought it'd be a funny idea to pluck iris out with a shot and you know put kevin you know because you know you know he was so emotionally invested in the show so i thought it'd be a nice thing for him to reach out to barry this guy who made him cry and then i just thought it was just funnier to put a megaphone in his in his hand because you know just you know let's just get meta for meta for the sake of it um and i did it and i didn't expect anything i was just going to add it to my collection for people to see and be kind of like you know here's this thing that'll never go anywhere except my own private collection but what do you think and um I just, you know, on a whim, I don't know why I decided to do it, but just on a whim, I just said, because I kind of knew Kev was good with his fan base. You know, I'd kind of seen it on Instagram and Facebook before, and I knew he was kind of, like, I wasn't expecting anything. Um, so I just tweeted to him on a wing and a prayer, like, you know, maybe he'd see it. And um, he's seen it, retweeted, you know, which, you know, being from being a guy from a tiny, tiny little town where nothing ever happens. I mean, that in Ireland, that is, you know, just, like, mind-blowing. And then... Um, you know, and he retweeted it and that was great. And I got a ma- I got a massive spike in my Instagram, uh, or actually my Twitter at the time, even though I, I, I wasn't using it. Um, but then your lovely self swooped in at the last minute, like, and this adventure began where you were like, you, where you were like, can I, can I get, can I get a copy? Can I get, how much is this going to cost? And it's like, dude, I don't want any money for it. Just give it to him. And, you know, and that'll be enough, you know, because it was kind of like a bit like someone offering, you know, something to your hero, you know, it's kind of, you're one person away from your hero. I was like, go for it. Right, and um, uh, and, uh, and uh, it, in in it, uh, first of all, I I liked. I didn't find any humor. I actually found it very uh, kind of. Maybe it was because I was tied into the emotion of the scene, but mm-hmm. I thought it was also a very beautiful depiction. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I knew it was something the guy wouldn't have. So mm-hmm. uh, then I reached out to you, and then I had the balls to actually <laughs> ask for a modification. So let me show everybody what that looked like. That would be here, and all I did was, I thought, you know. Uh, he's already put there the, this out there. I wanted it to be a little more original, so that way it would really be truly his. Uh, but then I also wanted to just kind of tie into what I knew was going on, which is he he's got more of the uh, the uh, the black and red theme. I, I can't remember. I think the name of the team is the Hawks, Blackhawks. Mm. I'm not a, I'm not an NHL guy, so. But uh, but I asked if, if you know I wouldn't mind, and and that also helped justify like giving you money for it as well. It's just like <laughs> I, I like a, a custom commission, and it turns mm. out, um, you know, I I sent it. Now I, I will admit that when I did send it to him as a gift, I may have neglected to remember that uh, <laughs> to include my name mm. in it, and uh, and so I sent him an offhand message, and I don't even know if uh, it. You know, I didn't know what would happen to it. I didn't know if there would be anything. And then I, I had this supreme joy during a, a live video that he was shooting, talking about the uh, rescue dog they had, Mad Mardigan. And I had to do a screen capture and send it to you because it's like, dude, I'm pretty sure he got it. And I think he likes it because there it was in the background. So first of all, though, let's just roll it back a little bit because I'm interested to find out uh, what it's like on the other side uh, of this transaction. So I reach out to you. You don't know me from from anybody, right? 
So so do you even think I I know I really know Kevin? Do you think I'm just bullshitting or or a guy that's just looking to uh, another fan to send what uh, what was your reaction when the request first came in and, and what did what did you do oh I, I won't bullshit there was about there was a there was a five minutes i was like who is this guy like you know i like, can you know but, but like I, I i don't know i, I find my i would consider myself quite a, a, a trusting person in general like and so i mean i, I tend you know I tend to believe people at, at, on face value and whether that's a good thing or a bad thing, who knows, you know, but, um, I don't know. I mean, like I, I, I did a little bit of research on you before and yeah, I went and I Googled, you know, Will Wilkins and the Smyco thing. And I was just like, Oh, there he is. I can address this dude. You know? So I was like, Oh, it wasn't a problem. It wasn't. Okay. He's not completely me. full of crap. <laughs> he's like, he's completely full of shit. But, um, but like, I mean, no, I, I, the whole thing I find very funny about your side of it is that like you were almost feeling that you were going to personally offend me for asking me to change, change the Jersey color. And I mean, that was the thing. I mean, like I was, you know, I was happy to do it, but I mean, I, I, there was no issue with it because I, I come from a line of work, you know, where I've worked in places and for people where you mock up a design, whether it's for, you know, a commission job or whether it's for, you know, you know, you know, where I was working last, you know, for in, in, in-house graphics where I was working last. And they just say, change it. And you're like, why? And it's because I don't know. I just don't like it. <laughs> you, know, and you're, you know, you're just kind of like, what do I change you to? And you're like, just no, no, use your imagination. I'm like, all right, you know, cool. So like, you know, it was, you know, it was, it was a pleasure to have someone, you know, come to me and say, like, can you change this? And I'm like, and because I want to make it more meaningful. You know, that was the difference. You know, I mean, like I, if it was just kind of like change, I don't like it. I'm just like, no, it's my artwork. I don't care. It's done. Like, you know, but because it came from like, I, I because it came from such a, like, you know, that's a, a I'm, I'm a very, I'm a detail oriented person. So the minute you were like, oh, that's the jersey he wore. I'm like, oh, that just makes perfect sense. Absolutely. I'll change that. And ever since then, like every time I've mocked up one, I've made, I've went and looked for um, production stills. Of, of of like behind the scenes production sales of him directing the episode and look and looking out for what jersey he was wearing and like and usually it's always it's the black and red one now you know but like i even look for the crest you know so i can you know even go and put that in so i know you you, you inspired a lot more detail into the work that would have been there before you know because at the time i'd only ever seen him in the um the blue and orange one Right. And I, I, I never even had seen the black one before. So like when you when you point out the black one, I was like, oh yeah, for sure. And then ever since then, I've never seen an orange or blue one again. It's always been the black one. But I mean, yeah, no, it was a, it was a perfect little detail, and you know, I was super happy that you know you asked me to change it because it makes all the difference in the world. I feel. I mean, I think there's only three people in the world that know us that difference. Me, you, and Kevin Smith. <laughs> but like, but you know what? I mean, it's kind of the thing. It makes me happy looking at it. You know, I see it, and, and I know now. I know it's right. Well, it, so ma- I'm like, it makes me happy too because I was able to to get a birthday gift to him early, and then, um, uh, you know, like I said, I I I I, fa- I probably failed to inform him who this was for, <laughs> which is is funny as we go through the kind of this history because then, uh, shortly after the season wraps, we found out Kevin was going to get to direct another episode. Which thankfully would air before Christmas. So once again, my primary driving force, even though, don't get me wrong, I love your work, sir. But my primary driving force is, oh, here's an opportunity for another gift for Kevin. Um, <laughs> I admit it, that's part of my drive. But the cool well, thing. Well, it's cool because I mean, I heard he was doing another episode. I was like, here's another opportunity for me to get my stuff out there. Like, as I was, you know, I mean, I, I, it just made sense to me. Like, I mean, every time I heard him do an episode, I was like, yeah, it's another episode. Yeah. You know, I get, well, to, I get to make. 
I feel the same way somewhat, but my bank account has issues. No, I'm kidding. I'm <laughs> um, so, so once again, he did. Uh, he he directed another episode of The Flash, and this time it was uh, Killer it was Killer Frost. And you had this beautiful, beautiful print made uh, that I'm showing everyone now. Where you know, again, it's the minimalist approach, uh, and mm -hmm. and you've got Caitlin with a frozen, or pardon me, Killer Frost with a frozen Kevin Smith in one hand and a frozen Flash in the other. And, and again, just beautiful, beautiful imagery as far as I'm concerned. Uh, and, and as you can imagine, uh, we, we understand where your inspiration comes from. But, uh, I mean, it, were you surprised that I came back to the well a second time? <laughs> yeah, because, cause, I mean, like, I think up until that point, it was kind of, it was kind of all up in the air. Kind of what really, because, you know, I, I kind of knew he um, liked the first one, but I was, wasn't really planning on pushing my look the second time. You know, I just... The second time it was second time it was more of a thing where it's purely just like look this is not going to happen a second time so let's just you know carry on to carry on tradition myself and because it, it'd be nice to have a collection of them for myself so when you came back the second time i was i was like maybe we can make a tradition out of this like i mean not in terms of you know me ringing you for money or whatever you know but in just terms of like you know i mean it'd be a nice thing to carry on you know in terms of just to uh, commemorate each of those episodes and i kind of felt that you know um it, it was time to kind of maybe, you know, up it a little bit more for the second one, not in terms of, I didn't want to, you know, it's, it's hard to explain. I just, I know, I, I mean, I can, I felt the first one was very straightforward, like, you know, in terms of what it was, you know, and I kind of, I kind of felt the ones to get a little bit artsy with the second one, you know, oh, in terms definitely, of. Definitely. Hmm. I mean, if you, and if you just look at it, it's, it's a, it really is just a, a nice piece. And the good news is he likes them. Uh, which we'll get to. So then uh, he had his uh, third directorial uh, episode on The Flash where, uh, once again, now we're at the point where I have, I have, and for those that are wondering, uh, what's happened is I, I commissioned uh, from James, uh, and those of you just tuning in, we're talking to James Wynn, uh, artist uh, extraordinaire, master of all trades, uh, master a uh, jack of all trades, master of none. And uh, we're talking about artwork that he's done that I have in turn gifted to Kevin Smith. So I've taken these high-reds images, and I, I've sent them to one of those canvas printing places. So that way they're printed up on a nice canvas. Uh, and and one of the things that, that James also did is he made sure to send them to me with the exact uh, measurements and, and framed. So that way, it, should the print be framed itself, it would still have all of the original art shown, which was great. So uh, I've it, to date, then I had direct sh drop ship to Kevin two of these uh, paint well what look like paintings, a and then you did this this one. Now I admit at this point uh, I was thinking because you know we're not near birthday or Christmas, so I'm like I'm not I'm not getting him something for Arbor Day. Uh, that's not going to happen. But uh, but then uh, this new piece that you created once again it, it just has inspirations somewhat from the episode. But also it has the added benefit of having his daughter or a representation of his daughter's character in it. So I just couldn't resist that one. I, I had to do it. It was just just sent for nothing, man. Just sent, once again, blind, not even sure if he's cleared that they're from me. Uh, mm -hmm. But I sent it. And, I, and obviously I think you really kind of honed in on the important elements of, of the episode because there was the very poignant scene with, with Kara flying. You've got... Harley Quinn represented, and then him standing in the classic Superman pose, which I just, I, I love and adore. And and part of the reason why I wanted to talk to you, too, is like I don't want to make sure everybody sees your work, because uh, I just think it's nice. It's, Thank you. Uh, and now, let me ask you, uh, let's take a little diversion, if you will. 
So how do you put these together? Is it first hand sketch and, or, or do you just start, do, are you a digital drawer? How do you do your art, sir? Um, it's, it's primarily, you know, it's, it's pulling from assets. You know, like I, 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 I was, I did art when I was in school, but I was never much of a, you know, pencil and paper person. I, 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 I always seem to struggle with that. Um, I, you know, I think it, the creativity came in different forms, like, you know, the photography work and graphic design work and stuff. I mean, so I, I struggled with the actual drawing. So what I learned to do was to pull from existing imagery. So most of the imagery you will see of Kevin and whatever from those, um, prints are basically pictures of him that already exist, but you were kind of, what I've used them as a template and build on top, you know, it's kind of like, you know, like building a ship, you know, building the ship, in, you know, on decks all the way up and then removing the support and, and you're, you're left with what's, you're left with the build up. Um, so that's kind of what I do. I would start with a very base shape of say, I'll Google a picture of Kevin Smith and I'll find the one in the pose I need. And then I'll start building solid block layer colors over that, you know, so it'll go, you know, skin tone, you know, hair color, jersey color, you know, jersey, red stripe, jersey, white stripe, you know, crap, you know, you'll just build it up over and over and over again, you know, and, and it's, it's, it's a long process, you know, in terms of just building up layers. Um, and then when you flatten them all, it just looks like they've been happened. It looks like they've been drawn with a, you know, with a stylus pen or whatever, but, um, well, and the nice thing, and I, I don't mean to in any way minimize this. Uh, I think one of the things I love about it too, is that it, it really does. It almost looks in a way, uh, crafty as well, and, and I'm glad to mm -hmm. hear that it is kind of like solid colors built on top of things because, like, you can imagine that a very skilled and artisanal child would be able to take this same approach with like uh, construction paper and they could cut out shapes mm -hmm. and layers to build this. I mean, in, in some ways, it kind of is reminiscent for me also of, of South Park, only in the you, fact that you, it's those pieces that are built on top of each other. Took the words right out of my mouth. I was just going to say Trey Parker, Matt's, you know, the, 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 the South Park method of just building, you know, and obviously they're a lot more simpler and there's a lot less layers involved, you know, it's just, it's three or four block colors, you know, but, um, <clears throat> but yeah, no, I, it's, it's, a, it's a simple process in terms of how I do it, but it's a long process. Yeah. It takes, you know, it, it's, um, if the, you know, the more complicated, especially when you get to something like his jersey, Kevin Smith's jersey, for example, there's a lot of layers in that because you're dealing with the black and then you're dealing with, you know, the red stripes and, you know, and, and depending on what's on the crest, you know, for somebody. And, but when you're getting it to, especially when I'm doing something like a new superhero costume, like, for example, like Supergirl, for example, is, is a lot of layers in terms of skin tone, hair color, lips, you know, blue suit, you know, the red, the the red crest, but then the gold trim, you know, and it, it all kind of uh, builds up to these, you know, stack of this tall layers that you're trying, that you're building up. Um, but it's a, it's a method that I've kind of figured out works for me. So and it, it looks, so it looks great. Uh, and, and it's funny now that you mention it, I never saw it before, but now I realize, Oh, wait a second, him standing in that pose. That's from comic book, man. That's one of the ads. For, <laughs> so I was like, okay, I see what you've done now, sir. You are, don't, don't tell anyone. I'll tell you about it. <laughs> I've seen nothing. Um, so then, uh, recently we, we had this wonderful, uh, thing happen, uh, which kind of brings our, our story full circle. So, uh, you had done the piece for Supergirl and I, and I, I don't want to say I'm surprised uh, that he got another episode of Supergirl. I was just kind of surprised it happened so soon. 
Mm-hmm. Uh, but he did. And, and once again, uh, you just put out an amazing uh, image as far as I'm concerned. It, it's very simple, but it also hones in on elements from the episode itself. I mean, you know, there, uh, the representation of her in the handheld hologram. I mean, that was a very charming moment hearing Melissa Benoist go, hey, it's me. And, yeah. and so to have that, and then you even captured, it looks like kind of the the um, Darth Vader-esque panel that was on. So it came together really nice. But the, the best part about this story, I think, is once again you tweeted it. And now, mind you, I, I may have sent uh, a, like a message to Kevin about the these. You know, it's like, look out for this for your birthday. And I may have not been I- I- cre- incredibly informative. So uh, I, I end up getting a message, and, and let me just uh, read it to you. And I guess this kind of goes into my psychology a little bit and the way I responded. But he said, are you behind the Yogi Wind Prince? <laughs> and I said, why? Am I in trouble? So it turns out, however, that no, uh, I wasn't in trouble. It turns out he really loves these. And then we got to find out something else really cool. So cool that I actually took like screen captures and I'm like, dude, check this out. So you had you had taken the image and you tweeted it and, and you would reference me. That's how he got the connection. He's like, you know, let's keep the tradition going. And I'm like, hell yeah, yeah. especially since the image was so beautiful. Uh, but then it turns out, well, what did he reveal? Because I, I think basically he talked about it in an Instagram message afterwards as well. And and, and what was it like uh, seeing and reading this? Because uh, I, to me, well, let's put it this way. When we originally built up uh, Smodco Internet Radio, uh, one of the cool things about it was that uh, to celebrate uh, Kevin's birthday, they also gave him, or the one-year anniversary, it was one or the other, they, they put together this mural. Uh, not a mural, uh, a collage of photos. And they're like, hey, can you give us a good photo of you? Because we want to put it in the collage. And I'm like, oh, that's great. And then I found out it was on his wall. And I'm like, oh, wow, I'm on the wall in Kevin Smith's house. That's pretty neat. But I didn't create anything. You know, it didn't It didn't spring from me. It was just me. It was a picture of me. Yeah. A collage, it could be taken down, thrown away. It doesn't matter. They could hate me, pull me out. They still got the rest of the collage. It doesn't matter. Uh, but, you know, your art is a creative thing, and in some ways it's representative of you, and clearly you're a fan. So so what uh, what was his Instagram message, and how did you uh, – what was your what was your reaction? Um, this would have been – this was just was the fourth time. Yeah, this would have been the fourth time, and it, 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 doesn't, it doesn't get any less weird, you know, like four times in. It doesn't get any less weird or less surreal, you know, when you, every time you see it. I mean, like I remember like that first – time it happened when you had set when you had screen capped um the live video from when you were showing off uh, the dog i was out for a run and when i came back and my you were like you had me on instagram you had me on facebook you had me on twitter and you had me on three different like you gotta check this you gotta check this out and it, it blew my fucking mind like you know and the second time it was like it was amazing the third time it was like i can't believe this is still happening and the fourth time it was like i'm pushing my look now this is it like it's never it's not gonna happen the fourth time and um like the message, like the message he like he put out like a, a, an Instagram post, and what I said in the Instagram post was, um, I'm, I'm paraphrasing now, but it was like something on the lines of how I made four of them to um, commemorate each of his episode, each episode he he directed, and he said that they were his happy place, which was uh, which was kind of a, which was a lovely compliment, and he said that um, that he was didn't he say he was he was clearing off the wall to, to in, in the office well, to make room for all of them, and that was like a that was. Yo, 
such a flattering thing to hear well, because I mean to give you a little the, history uh they there was some construction work that had to be done so everything was taken out of the room things have been going back in the studio and now if you were to walk into his studio uh let's see you come in through the wall there are bookshelves on the right and I believe mm-hmm. to the right of the bookshelves on the dividing wall because he has a long office and it's split into two areas the recording area and then just like a desk area so it's like a meeting area and a studio. And to the right, uh, if you're facing that wall that I'm referring to, you'll have a bookshelf on your left. And it looks like you, sir, are going from the ceiling down to, once I get the next one printed and sent, to the floor. So you, he has literally made a wall of your art. Now, mind you, too, when he records, he sits on the opposite side of that desk, which means he's always looking in the direction of your pictures as well. Mm. You know, it's, he, he put out, um, he, he had a live video out on his, on his Facebook page. Today. I was watching it cause he was reacting to, um, uh, the last Jedi trailer. And I was looking, I was kind of looking at it and it was just cause like I'm a fan, you know, so I was looking at whatever he's posting. Then like, as I was watching, I was looking at the background and I was just like, hold on. Like, and I kind of noticed, I, I kind of saw you can two see of part them. of the, I think you can see part, at least part of the Supergirl one. You could you could see a bit of the Supergirl one. You could see a bit of I think it was the original Flash one. And the minute I seen like I just took out my phone like you know and took a picture of it and I just drew a big circle around it and I posted it all over, all over my social media. It's like no big deal. There they are. Like you know. But um, yeah. No. It's 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 um it's it's the biggest. It's it's a massive compliment because I mean to me it's like I said to you I I started as, as a hobby just you know for something to do you know to occupy my mind and never had any single inclination that anyone would find them interesting you know besides me because you know it's it's what's in my head like you know and I, you know I, I don't expect anyone to share to find what's in my head interesting it was just something for me to do and to see um them travel the way they have and i mean never never mind to you know fellow geeks like us but to have you know one of your heroes you know like love them that much and like to display them i mean like i don't even display my own stuff on the wall like i mean my my stuff gets gets put aside into a corner somewhere i'm done with it and but to see that it was um it was a very humbling experience and at the same time it was um was a great motive it was great for it was very motivational because um it wasn't any longer just something that i was doing just to preoccupy myself now i start to realize that people like them and, and there's an audience there for them and people like, I mean, yeah, cause I mean, people always say, you know, that artwork is a very personal thing. It's very representative of the people who make it. And that's true. And, um, you know, and just to, 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 to see, um, the, the feedback to them, like, cause with every, um, one, every, every post that we, we do and you send it on and, and, and Kev retweets it, whatever. Um, because uh, I think he knows now at this point that I don't reuse my Instagram page, so he it's my Twitter page, so he he tends to re uh, upload them onto his Instagram page and tags me and whatever. And every time he does that, there's such a massive amount of um, followership that comes with it, and I'm blo- I'm constantly um, blown away and just humbled by um, just the, the messages that you get from people. You know, what I mean, um, um, you know, I had so many messages. I had, I had one message in particular. I remember from um, I think it was a girl in in the United States, and she was like said that she's like, oh, I understand how weird it is for a, for a just complete stranger to inbox you, and you know, and I get that's weird. And but she's like, but I just had to message you and say how much I love your artwork, and that was like 
you know, I mean, thank you so much. Like, and it even like happened, you know, like I was telling you that I was working on an Alice in Wonderland production. I was in the green room and all of a sudden my phone pinged and I got a message and it was this girl who, again, who messaged me and she was saying like, you know, most people don't understand the work that goes into these sort of things and they don't understand the, the idea of layers and texturing. And cause she's like, but I, I, I looked at it and I broke it down and it's, it's a masterful work and I, and I love it so much. And you, and it, it was just like, it was, yeah. You know, how do you deal with that? I mean, I, I've always been quite bad at taking compliments. So I just can't tend to go, ooh, ooh, thank you. Like, you know, but, um, but, you know, it's, it's such a flattering and such a humbling thing to hear that. Like, I mean, like I said, it was a hobby for something to do to preoccupy my mind. And now all of a sudden there's people all over the world that enjoy them immensely. And I've had people like, you know, purchase prints of them from me and, you know, they've traveled, I mean, they've traveled more now. I mean, they haven't, you know, I haven't sold millions of them or anything like that, but they've traveled more now than I've traveled in up to my life at this point so far. And it's, it's, I don't, it's, it's hard to put into words. Every time you get another message or a compliment, it's, it's very hard to put into words. When, when the last Jedi poster went up today oh. on, on the Star Wars poster, talking about a piece of artwork, um, some, uh, some, uh, there was a guy, um, his name escapes me at the minute. I'm really sorry. Um, but like he's, he's, he's a follower. Like, you know, I, I, I would see his, you know, his name pop, you know, pop up on likes and stuff like that. And he had met, and he had messy, he tagged me on the Star Wars poster and said that when he'd seen it, he almost thought it was my artwork because it looked so familiar. And he was like, that's a testament to how good you are. And I was just like, dude, and you know what? It, it, that's very true. Uh, as a matter of fact, the way, because it is, it, the poster in itself is, and for those of you that haven't seen it, why are you watching us? Um, Beautiful. Oh, it, it is because it, it it too is very minimal, but the way that it it mm-hmm. it uses the you know it's Ray holding the lightsaber, which is very similar to kind of the look of Luke in the first Star Wars poster, not the one where he's except, shooting. Except and then you've got uh, both Kylo Ren and and Luke's face is kind of being divided by the lightsaber on mm-hmm. either side. Uh, but it's true that I actually had the exact same thought. As a matter of fact, there's another part oh, in the trailer where she's looking at it looks like some, maybe some old Jedi books cuz you know Luke has been uh, you know he's been hitting the used bookstores or whatever and he's <laughs> found those limited edition yeah. Jedi copies uh and in one of them there's there is an image that is very similar to the way that uh that lightsaber looks with kind of a starburst mm-hmm. and the ray of light coming up from mm-hmm. it which almost in a way that that drawing itself reminded me of your artwork as well oh very and, kind. and I've got Thank to say you. again, it, it wasn't the fact that uh, I needed to get the guy a gift that drew me to this. I just, mm. I thought uh, your first one was incredibly beautiful. Each one after that has done a, a wonderful job of, of capturing kind of the emotion of the episode and, and tying Kevin into it. And also, I think it, it is very beneficial that it's been... He's had a great experience on me. So it's kind of like you, you just had the right tapping into the right zeitgeist at the right time but i want to let you know too while we've been going on uh that cg guy 79 on twitter says that's beautiful man uh miranda janelle on twitter is saying i love the style keep up the great work thanks for doing this uh so you know sir your your work Thank is, you to all those people. is appreciated <laughs> which is uh which is really awesome i think you know i uh, this is the maximum i can do art wise this is i can mm-hmm. talk done uh, not much like uh, hanging up back here. This my my daughter did this at uh, at a local uh, drop in and paint place, 
And, you know, even, even this, I don't think I can do it. And I love the, the splatter elements it has, Yeah. Uh, but you know what? Forget it. I'm, I'm not even going to get close to that. It's just, it, and it's supposed to be for beginners, but you know, I would come up with, it would look like a badly done dartboard. That's all I know. <laughs> so, uh, so I, I appreciate, uh, what you do. And I really, I, I do love the way you do it. And, and I wasn't motivated originally to commission. I think I may, I may or may not, uh, have just wanted it for myself at first but then realized that and ironically i haven't printed a single one of these for me yet, <laughs> which i should but then again i'm running out of wall space in here anyway excuse me but that was my intent uh was was i think originally to have it for me and that's how much i i enjoy it and and the other thing too is uh first of all uh just reminding everybody if you want to know who we're talking to we're talking to uh james Wynn. Uh, who is an artist that has put together some some wonderful uh, minimalist pieces. And, and uh, let's point out, too, that you have done uh, far more than just these Kevin Smith pieces. You've been very sci-fi and pop culture inspired. So uh, I think it would be a good thing to tell people uh, your Instagram page or, or your Facebook page, wherever they can find your art. Um, well, prim it primarily goes onto my Instagram page. That's where I find it reaches the most people. And my Instagram page is just, you know, at uh, Yogi Wynn. So Y-O-G-I-W-Y-N-N-E. -N -N -E. um, Yogi as in the bear. <laughs> and uh, Wynn, my second name, W-Y-N-N-E. -N -E. And uh, it's, it's, a, it's a rare enough name, second name, so I imagine it'd be quite easy to come across. Um <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's it's a super rare name. It's not not a very Irish name. Well, you know, I I'm just surprised I got it right because typically, you know, I, I see the name and it's wrong. You know, I, and I even asked you, it's like, well, wait a second, is it Win? Is it Wine? Is it Winnie? What is it? Uh, me, me going to school here in in Ireland when I was a teenager, um, when I was in like. Your, your, your equivalent of high school over here um we had to do a roll call every single day so you know i'm, I'm not sure if you guys do it in your schools over there but you just name the student you go here here and i i don't think on my first day of school in any grade i was ever in a teacher ever got my name pronounced right on the first go it was always wine or winnie it was never win <laughs> you know it was it's, i, I it's, just it's, assumed it was win and figured i had it wrong that's why like in a panicked last minute thing i'm like <laughs> oh wait a second uh, did I, oh, wait a second. Sorry. I'm, I'm just seeing a tweet from TMZ saying Kevin's reaction to the, uh, trailer is like, this going to be Oscar nomination time for, <laughs> uh, they were able to grab him. Looks like a TMZ did a quick interview. I'm sorry, but speaking of yeah, which, cool. so, so, uh, first of all, uh, Yogi win W Y N N E, uh, Y O G I W Y N N E. Yeah. You can uh, check him out on Instagram and, you know, Twitter tangentially to, if you want to get to uh, Instagram. Mm -hmm. uh, but also uh, you can see him tagged uh, if you follow Kevin Smith's Instagram as well. So that's another quick way to get it. But, I mean, like, uh, you've got a few other pieces that mm -hmm. that I just think are really cool. Outside of your Kevin Smith pieces, what's your favorite one so far? Um, it's it's kind of what – it's kind of a lot of it is, it's – you know, sometimes it's very popular stuff. It, a lot of it, it tends to be just purely it's what stuff I love and stuff I was raised on. You know, as a kid, I was raised on <clears throat> raised on Star Trek, on you know Star Trek and Star Wars, and I grew up a DC kid. You know, and that's what primarily DC is my stuff. Like I me, mean, but I was I, I like to get into more um um not no I wouldn't say obscure stuff, but you know, just stuff you don't see a lot of fan art being made of anymore or ever in general. You know, kind of I just recently put together a 
Close Encounters of the Third Kind, one which is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like I, Spielberg, I worship at the altar of Spielberg. And another one was um, Contact that was directed by um, Bob Zemeckis and Matthew McConaughey and Jodie Foster. Just a, one of the most underrated sci-fi masterpieces ever made. Um, but like, you know, I delve into, you know, Batman. I've done Batman to death. You know, I mean, there's no, and there's no kind of end in sight because, you know, Batman's my guy. Mm-hmm. Um, I do tend to delve into... Um, <clears throat> the DCCW shows a lot because um, I, there's a lot of Supergirl stuff. I think there's some Supergirl stuff without the Kevin Smith link, and there's some. There's a lot of Flash stuff, and there's um, a few Arrow pieces because our Arrow is my is 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 my primary. You know, I mean, people. I think everyone has their love in the DCCW. I think it's you know obviously for Kevs it's Flash and Supergirl, and but to me it's it's always been Arrow. Like you know, Arrow has always been my favorite show out of CW, but um. You know, it's like it's kind of like whatever comes to my head. Like I tend to just jump on something very quickly and be kind of. I literally just pumped out one um, two hours ago on the Last Jedi. Just when I was waiting for you to get in touch, I was just like, "Have an hour to spare. Let's just do this one." And I just pumped out one on that. I mean, it's amazing because sometimes it can take um, no length of time at all. Something if you have if I have like solid idea in my head, I can like do one and do it in an hour. Or sometimes it could, it's it's a, it's a slog and it'll take a few days to find just to nail down that design. But it is it's just it's like whatever it comes to my head, you know. Um, you know, sometimes I get you know that creative person thing where you wake up in the middle of the night, and you're like, okay, this is already I have to do this now, and you know, it's um, there's there's no real plan to the designs that come. You know, it's kind of whatever I see. I mean, I mean, like I mean, you see, like there, there's like the one I did for um, Alice Wonderland, which was the weirdest request that uh, it was ever made of me you know because I, I i know nothing about ass wonderland and i done i've recently just done one i haven't put it up yet but i've done one um on frankenstein and the bride of frankenstein because um a friend of mine who's a local um like um he's, he's an actor and he loves doing kind of um street theater and stuff of that nature and he had me commission a frankenstein piece with the bride of frankenstein on it because he's you know he's going to pitch this thing to a local to a local um, arts festival so i mean there's a wide range of stuff. I mean, um, it's not just sci-fi. I do like I I, I made a piece on um, the Lethal Weapon Fox TV show because I'm, I'm I'm a big fan of Lethal Weapon. I loved the Lethal Weapon movies as a kid, and I love the TV show. I mean, you know, Legends of Tomorrow, Batman, Superman, Supergirl, the Marvel. I just commit a guy just commissioned me at the minute to do uh, a couple last week. I just finished it to do um, um, a tree piece based on uh, a Marvel tree piece. And um, you know, Marvel. Oh. I love. I, you know, I mean, I, well, I mean, the, I mean, the, the three, the I don't know what it is. Uh, maybe because it, it harkens back to my childhood, and it seemed like there were always uh, scenery uh, paintings or pictures in my house that were always made up uh, of multiple elements. Uh, so I'm really fond of the the three or two pieces. Like uh, my wife mm-hmm. and I. I shouldn't really bag on my painting. Uh, my wife and I did one where uh, it's two parts. Uh, each one can stand on its own, uh, but it's it's two birds uh, sitting on like a Japanese blossom tree uh, and, and uh, set against like a moon. And so the moon takes up half of them. And uh, I've seen uh, there's another guy uh, who, uh, if you look up a uh, Rattlecan Heroes, he does a lot of uh, of Krylon. Uh, wait. Spray paint art is what it is, but it's not like you think. He actually puts things together. He uses uh, pieces of cardboard or whatever to help him get the shapes. And 
beautiful uh, works of art, and he had some great uh, multi-panel ones as well. Uh, not, not that you want to hear about somebody else's art, uh, <laughs> but let me ask you. So, is it a little uh, is it a little more difficult to to do a commission, for example, say like uh, doing the Alice in Wonderland one when it's not? And I don't mean to. I hope I'm not saying anything uh, off color here, but um, if it's not something that's directly relating to your passion or your love, because obviously DCW shows uh, do appeal to you. Uh, mm. So I mean, so much so that they motivate you to create. So yeah. what is it like when you're motivated to create versus commissioned to create? Um, I, I've been lucky enough in terms of I, I, I'm not, I, I was never I, I was never getting. Um, large amounts of commissions that was kind of never really what i got into it for that kind of just came with the with um with the kind of the um with this with you know kind of the uh, exposure that came with kevin's tweets um i never really got commissions for that but um the alice Merland one was um a strange thing because she because the girl who the director of the production um asked me to do it and i was kind of like oh i mean i i done bits before that I wasn't too familiar with, but my, my biggest fear doing it, doing it was not that maybe I wasn't able to do it, but my biggest fear was not doing it justice. Cause I mean, it's easy to do, um, you know, something based on you, anything that I love, like, like I said, close encounters or Superman or Batman or, you know, whatever, anything like that. Cause, cause you know, the details and you know, the, the tiny aspects and the, intri- and the, intri- the intricate aspects of it. But to me, Alice Wonderland, all I knew about Alice Wonderland was say the blue dress and the Cheshire cat. And that's all I knew. And, you know, and, um, but you know, I mean, it's, it was a challenge, you know what I mean? And I, I, I did a lot of research on it and I pulled a lot from obviously the Tim Burton stuff. And I pulled, pulled a lot from the classic Disney animation and, um, just, you know, melded it together, you know, and just seeing what came of it. I mean, I'm, the Frankenstein one I just done as well, just something I know nothing about except, you know, I mean, I was one of those people who thought Frankenstein was the name of the monster. Mm-hmm. You know, no, I, no, it, no. that's the doctor's name. Oh, well, I know that now I've gotten an education <laughs> with, my, with my client, but I mean, you know, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's, um, um, I, I don't, I, I, I put as much energy and in, in much time into the commission pieces. I know little, little about, as, uh, I probably put more work into them than I do the ones I do for myself that managed to get picked up. Um, and that's purely because my biggest fear when I do work, and this was something that w- was quite similar when I was doing my photography work as well. My biggest, my biggest fear about any of that sort of thing is having someone who's disappointed in the work. You know, I, I, I don't want to hand someone a piece and then can look at it and kind of go, Oh, that's kind of not really what I wanted or that's, that's not right. And this and that, you know, so I take a lot of time to sit there and find the bit, you know, and I enjoy it. Like, I mean, cause I do it kind of, a lot of it is for the thrill just to see their reaction when to see it, you know, and if, if I get a very positive reaction, I'm happy, you know, I'm, I'm, I feel like it's all been worth it. Um, no, but I, I thoroughly enjoy doing any of them, especially when it's something new that, I mean, yeah, no, you can get a bit, you know, burnt out doing the Batman stuff and the Superman stuff, you know, because it's what you know, it's what you love. But at the same time, that gets a bit repetitive, you know. Um, so it's always at least very interesting to do something like that. Alice Wonderland one or Frankenstein one I just finished or, you know, um, I'm one of those people that's constantly looking for, you know, new um, source material to base stuff on. Like, you know, so every time a new movie trailer comes up, I'm like, yes, I can pull something from this and I want to create a design based on that, you know. And, a large part of me looking at the Star Wars trailer today, I was like looking for that one shot that I could pull from and, just, and create a piece on, you know, um, but you know, I enjoy it. I enjoy, um, I don't look at it as, um, 
the passion being any, you know, I, you know, obviously I'm passionate about the, the stuff, the ones that I want to make for myself, but I don't separate that passion from um, the ones that I'm commissioned to make, you know, because th- these people, um, they value my, they appreciate my work enough to want me to, you know, create them something in, in my mind, in my image, in my mind. And that shouldn't be treated any less important than, how I do once for myself. Well, it sounds like, it sounds like you're able to tap into kind of uh, a passion, if you will, through your study anyway, which is great. So, uh, let's, let's stop talking about art for a minute and and let's get down to the nitty gritty. Uh, Oh my gosh. So first of all, uh, I don't know. I, I have to admit, I don't know if, uh, cause I've heard of a celebration before the star Wars celebration. I don't know if it has gotten the amount of, of live exposure and coverage that it has this year. This is the 40th anniversary of star Wars, a new hope. So, you know, I understand the motivation, but it has just been amazing. The, uh, the way that, uh, if you go to starwars.com, they've been streaming everything from it. So if, if you yeah. couldn't be there, you get to experience, I mean, you're all the way in Ireland, correct? So yeah. Of course. Mm-hmm. So what's it been like for you overseas? Uh, look at watching all this stuff. I mean, like, look, it's, it's, it's Star Wars. I mean, what else can you say about it? Like, I mean, I was raised on it as a kid, you know what I mean? And, you know, it's, it's been fantastic. I, mean, I, I stayed up, I was here last night looking at the live coverage, looking at the live stream from, I don't know, whatever, whatever point I, I woke up, started editing some photographic work I had to do, went for a run for an hour, came back. First thing I did and I came back was put on celebration stream. And I turned it off last night at 12 o'clock when the stream actually finished, you know, I was binging it all the way through. I mean, cause I'm, um, I, I love Star Wars, you know, and, you know, largely, I think, I mean, when you're, when you're watching Celebration, the meat and potatoes of it is that you're watching it to get to, I mean, last year it was the Rogue One trailer, this year it's the last, you, that's what you're getting to, that's what you're kind of looking forward to. I, I remember looking at the schedule yesterday, and I'm like, that's the one to watch right of there, course. the last Jedi one, and sure enough, uh, I, I haven't watched the panel yet, uh, because I was working. But you'll be goddamn guaranteed the fact that I fast-forwarded near the end because they instantly posted it, and sure enough, there was the trailer. And then Star Wars also, uh, the Star Wars Twitter account tweeted it out, and it's out there now. I uh, what were what were your impressions of the trailer? I mean, see, it's 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 difficult because because I because I I have I put a lot of value on these things, you know. And I remember I remember when. Two years ago, um, the the day the Force Awakens trailer came out, I was working. I was in um, a small town, a, a town in Ireland called Wexford, which is about you know about an hour south of here for work and photographing graduation. And I remember saying to the girl, my partner, who I was working with, I said, "We have to get home because I have to see the Star Wars trailer." <laughs> and um, we got home, and I remember like watching it, and I came home, and I remember just the, the hair on my on my arm standing up, you know, and. I think a lot of us felt like, you know, a lot of people of all fans of Star Wars felt like they were burned on the prequels and, you know, they were looking for that return to greatness from the originals. And then, um, oh, but like, so now when Rogue One trailer, I was like, oh my, this is the best thing ever because we're getting to Death Star and Star Story. You know, it was really just appealing to that inner fanboy in all of us. And then I was like, today, I mean, like, I've gotten to the point where I think we all get super kind of, um, What's the word? We get angsty about certain trailers now. I think we've been burned so many times by trailers that are amazing, and then you see the movies and you're like, "Oh well, I've seen everything now," and they're very disappointing. But I mean, I think I've learned over the last two years that when it comes to 
you know, whatever magic dust is in the water at Disney over there. Like, I mean, it's hard to be disappointed. You know, I've, I've grown to be quite uncomfortable in knowing that these pictures and these movies are in good hands now. So like when I heard Ryan Johnson was doing it, I was like, you know, this dude, this dude has it. He's, it's going to be fine. And I sat there and I saw a trailer for it today and I didn't get that same reaction I got from The Force Awakens. But to be fair, we were waiting 10 years for The Force Awakens. You know what I mean? And ever and since that, since then we've been we've been bombarded with great Star Wars stuff ever since. So like, when I saw the the, Star, the trailer today and, and it was over, I just sat back and kind of went, "They didn't fuck it up. It looks fantastic. It's so good." And well, like, you know, the thing that I learned my lesson from with the Force Awakens trailer, um, and I don't think we're going to have the problems that we had with the Rogue One trailer. There was a lot of stuff in the Rogue One trailers that. Uh, you know, ended up not making the final cut. They the whole they first reasons. trailer, yeah. The whole first trailer doesn't exist anymore. Yeah. It doesn't exist in the movie. Exactly. So the uh, so with uh, the last Jedi, I I think uh, given the title, the way they structured it is is just great because uh, first of all, it, it's got this uh, under uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for. It's it's this undercurrent of the one narrative, right? And it, and it goes away you don't expect. But they also just honed in on just enough imagery to 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 tease us and make us want to see it more. Uh, the the part that I think enticed me the most about hearing Ryan Johnson would be doing this movie, believe it or not, it wasn't Looper or any of his other film work. It was his work in the Breaking Bad universe, uh, directing yes, certain yes, episodes yeah. of there where I'm like, Oh, this guy! I, I, I visually, I want to see what he does, and I think they hit just the right elements and just the right teases. You know, uh, Ray on the ground and levitating the little rocks around yeah, her, very man steel, and also giving us just a little glimpse uh, of Princess Leia, uh, given uh, the regrettable loss of Carrie point, Fisher. Yeah. Uh, as a matter, you know, I got I got to ask you then, because uh, I haven't seen it, and I don't know if you've posted it or not yet. But, but what was the image that inspired you most to to just crank something out right while you were waiting for me? It was the shot. There was a beautiful shot because the it was a beautiful shot of Ray standing on um, ah. uh, Skelly Michael looking out into looking out into into the ocean, and it, to me, it's it, it's a special place in my heart because that's here in Ireland, you know. So that's kind of you know that's. Um, that's our claim to fame now over here, you know, in terms of our, our Star Wars fame is that this shot, all the train, all race training montage over here. Um, but no, it's just, it's a beautiful location in real life, you know, and, and it was just, I was kind of looking for that one money shot and I saw that and it's like, that is a beautiful shot. I love silhouettes and I love profiles and it was beautiful. I mean, the whole trailer has so many just stunning pieces, you know, stunning pieces of imagery in it. Like, you know what I mean? The shot of, you know, of, um, of what we would assume is Luke, and R2, you know, looking at the burning Jedi temple in the back, just, you know, oh my God. I mean, like, I mean, I don't know. I kind of felt like when we watched the, the trailer for the force awakens, I felt like there was a lot of imagery that was in there to kind of, to maybe put us at ease and like, Oh, we're going back to what did original stuff where I felt like at this one, we're like, okay, we don't need to do that anymore. Let's just give them loads of new stuff. Yeah. And, and not I, only, not only that, but I think they're definitely trying to set the tone for us. They want us to make sure that we're aware of the fact there's going to be a darker film. The only, thing, the only thing I will say is it, it had a real gut punch at the end when, yes. when Luke says, uh, there's one truth I know it's, it's, and what did he say? It's time for the, the Jedi, Jedi to end. The, yeah, which I'm hoping, what I'm hoping is that this is 
Luke when she first gets there. The uh, you know, uh, mm, given up hope. This this theological thing has has really been messing with the galaxy now for generations. Uh, you know, we it seems like it's a constant struggle. Uh, my my nephew killed everybody that I was training, so I'm just no 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 no. I'm hoping that's where we get that scene. I'm hoping that's well, yeah, the no, I'd we hope, get. You know, I'd hope this is a story of Luke having essentially lost hope in his in his calling. I mean, this is this is a guy who essentially. I mean, when you when you go back and look at his history of of what's happened to him since Episode Four, he's consistently lost everything. I mean, it's a guy who lost his lost his real parents and lost his adopted parents, and then you know found his place with his new family, and then restarted the Jedi or then lost that at the hands of his nephew. I mean, that's a tragic story. I mean, that would make any person, you know, lose hope. You I mean, like, you know, I mean, of course, I mean, if he's gone to the point where he's, at, where he's cutting himself off for the rest of the galaxy, I mean, of course, I mean, he seems very depressed. He has every right to. I mean, it would make perfect sense that Ray would find him and he'd be kind of very much, I'm, I'm done with this life. I mean, and I think that all kind of feeds into his reaction. You know, when you see that last shot of Force Awakens, when he sees her lightsaber, he's kind of like, oh God, not again. Like, you know, it's kind of, it looks like he's kind of, there is a lot of there is a lot of trepidation in that face. It's just, mm-hmm. and not to mention, uh, it's got to be kind of bittersweet as well, considering she's presenting him with the, the original his original lightsaber, which dad's was his dad's. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, I'm I'm very hopeful. But you know, I know I, I'm sure the whole movie is going to be a gut punch for us as well, because uh, they've they've flat out said it's going to be the darkest Star Wars movie we've ever seen. And, and you know, let's face it. Rogue One wasn't exactly uplifting. So <laughs> wasn't a parody, wasn't. That definitely wasn't. Uh, even though I enjoyed it. You know, one thing I got to admit to, I, I don't did you catch this the first time you saw or, you know, the tenth time you saw The Force Awakens? <laughs> I never realized, I think until I saw it at home, that Kylo Ren, when he is interrogating Ray, he's actually telling her about dreams she has had. And, mm. and at that, it, we don't know it then, but he's actually tapping into probably her force visions because mm. he says, uh, y- y- you dream of an island. It's green. Yeah. I can see it. It's like, oh, funny. You sh- you know that thing you're looking for, Kylo Ren? You actually saw it and you don't get to go there. Ha ha. That, I mean, that, I mean look, that, that's an, an amazingly powerful scene. I feel like I me mean, looking, looking back on, I mean, Jesus, that moment, you know, where you see him reach out to the force and he's trying to get in her head and she, you can just see it on her face like when she's put fighting him back and then like the minute you know she she drops that elbow on him where she's like you just you know you're just too afraid that you're not going to be Darth Vader that's just like my god I mean like that's I mean that's what we want in Star Wars is that la- that layer of that that layer of complexity just, I mean I remember when I went to see it, a lot of people really did not like Kylo Ren and I'm like and I was like why and like oh well he's just he's very whiny and he's very kind of you know, he's very emo, very tantrumy, very tantrumy. But I love that idea. I love it. I love the idea of a very unstable, powerful dark side user who who can literally fly off the handle at any moment, like because he's so, because um, he's so. I mean, to a certain like Anakin, he's so tormented. I mean, this is you know, this is a guy who obviously didn't grow up with the greatest father figure in the world. You know, with Han Solo. I mean, I mean, I, I was I've been reading a lot of the new canon stuff, the novels and stuff. And then when you go through it, you realize that Han did start off with the best of intentions, but he wasn't there for him. And Leia clearly wasn't there for him either. So it makes perfect sense that that he would be perfect prey for something like this. And his reaction, I feel, is maybe not warranted. But, I mean, you can definitely see how he was 
you know, seduced to that, to that, to that side of that dark side. And, you know, I, I, mean, I think the other thing I like about this is the part that I do like about the character. It's not a think I know. The thing that I like is that this is the first uh, dark side character because I, I really didn't feel it so much with Anakin. I felt like he was he was a light side being seduced by the dark mm-hmm. side. But Kylo Ren seems to have been his, his, the nature of his conflict is the exact opposite, and it's much in the same way that this movie starts out with. Uh, the perspective of the stormtroopers and even one of the heroes is is pulled from those ranks. Uh, Kylo Ren is a guy he's he's trying to follow the dark path, but he's actually being tempted and drawn pulled back to the light. And that in itself is just it's an amazing concept, which I, I think in the end, obviously, we just set us up for a much bigger redemption than we had with Vader in a way. I mean that mean mean nothing displays that more obvious than that scene in the Force Awakens, you know, where he's sitting, you know, holding Vader's helmet and said, you know, I, I'm feeling I'm feeling the light again, showing me the way of the dark side. I mean that, I mean that's something because I mean when we watched the original um, trilogy and we watched the prequels, I mean the whole thing was Anakin and Luke both understanding that falling to the dark side was a very very bad thing that they shouldn't be doing, and here we know we have a for, we have for the first time we have I mean. And imagine the kid of Princess Leia, I mean, with the hero, and he's just like saying, no, I want to stay as far away from the light side of the force as I can because the darkness is where I is is, is where I flourish. I mean, this is a guy who's clearly just embraced everything about the dark side. I mean, you can even see him even in that scene, you know, the scene when Chewie shoots him and he's fighting um, uh, Finn in, in the snow. And you can, you can just see, like, he just keeps punching that wound over and over and over again to just to feel that pain that's going to fuel that, you know, in, he's so ingrained. Like, it's so taking him over now that like, it's, it's I'm glad you caught that. Cause I, I didn't know. I, at least that was my perspective as well. He keeps hitting the wound to, to build up the rage. Cause we know hate leads to blah, blah, blah. We've all heard it a yeah. thousand times. Uh, but you know, I didn't think, I, I, I wondered how many people kind of picked up on that because I that was know, my understanding. Yeah, that's that's what I took away from it too. It's not just because you don't you don't just hit a wound because it's pissing you off. That's at least I don't. I don't know about you. Well, I mean, I certainly don't. I mean, I don't know about you, but I mean, it seems, <laughs> seems very unproductive. Yeah, a little but, counterproductive in my opinion. Well, sir, I, I want to thank you just for the the wonderful conversation uh, and all of your your wonderful uh, work. Uh, it is definitely something I have enjoyed personally and and i like the fact that it also has given me and you an opportunity to sort of show our appreciation back to a guy that that does entertain and inspire us so uh thank you and especially thank you for taking the time especially since it's now past midnight hopefully you're just one of those artists that's a night owl anyway i'm i'm a a lip burner you know i i work best at night i feel but no, it's one of those things. Look, I mean, again, I'm, I, I thank you. I mean, I owe you a thank you just as much because, I mean, I, you know, the last twelve months of my life would never have been as you know, inter- you know, busy in terms of like people, you know, getting in touch about artwork and stuff. That never would have happened if you hadn't made that initial, you know, hadn't reached hadn't reached out that initial that first time with you know, and, and asked for that original piece. That never would have happened if it wasn't for that. And to be, I mean, this, you know, I owe all of that to, to your kind gesture. And ah, so, sir, I, it, you created something out of love. Somebody else appreciated it and, and good things happen. That's really 
all all that transpired. I am glad to hear, though, that it has benefited you in way more many ways uh, than just simply some schmuck in California buying a, a, a print from you. Because uh, it and, and seriously, there will be a day where I will print them for myself and have them in my office as well. It just may not be full size because, you know, I, I really actually, you know, I'm thinking about replacing my sound panels back here. Uh, with art, because you know they generally accomplish the same thing. So, uh, but anyway, I, I really appreciate it. I especially appreciate you taking the time. And uh, remember, everybody, if you want to go check out more um, from James, uh, you can go to uh, on Instagram. His account is it's Y O G I W Y N N E. There's a lot of Y's in there. You can't forget it. Come Perfect. on. And uh, and uh, if you want to, you can also follow him on Twitter. Uh, in the meantime, sir, thank you very much. Uh, hope things are, are going well otherwise in Ireland. And uh, and until next time, man, really appreciate you coming on. Thank you very much for having me. It's been it's been an honor. Thank you. Uh, I really appreciate. I, I'm the one honored, sir. You honor you honor my home uh, by by taking the time and i i really appreciate it and and i especially appreciate that uh just all all of your passion and i i really love uh seeing your pieces every time uh you pun- push a new one out so uh so thank you and please keep up the great work uh and that'll that'll do it for this episode of netheads folks i just wanted to give you an opportunity to to hear from the guy who uh who uh you know i i gotta admit too it, it makes me feel good in many ways that uh, there, you've gotten the exposure you have and the appreciation from Kevin as well. So, uh, if you if you haven't seen his artwork, please, I encourage you to do it. Uh, Yogi Win, again on Instagram. Uh, until next time, my name is Will. This has been an episode of Netheads, and uh, we'll be back soon. This is Netheads with Will Wilkins and Trent Hunsaker signing off. I know, right? But stop being a little Nancy and deal with it. Netheads. Netheads. We'll be back soon. Goodbye. At Smodcast.com. This has been a production of Smodco Internet Radio. Sir, only at Smodcast.com. There's no stinger. Go home. (laughs) Yeah. <laughs>